Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast and welcome to 2023. This is our very first episode for a new year. And I am super excited that we are here after launching the podcast on October 21st, 2021. <laughs> we have gone strong and continue to 2022. And here we are, 2023, and the amount of subscribers, downloads, share, listen, people sharing our, our podcast, you know, it's, it really warms my heart to know that I'm playing a part in creating positive changes in people's life by recording a podcast episode every single week without fail for 20 minutes or less. Thank you so much for giving me your time and your attention and gaining value from what I'm sharing with you every single week. So we finished the whole of 2023 goal setting series in the month of December of 2022. So for the very first week of 2023, our very first episode for 2023, I want to talk about the reality, <laughs> right? Everybody is in this, I quote, honeymoon stage. Honeymoon stage of setting their goals. Everything is possible. The belief is strong and high. Adrenaline is pumping, right? It's like a hot romance. Everybody is burning, burning with desire that, yes, I can do it. I love, I love this and I love this momentum. Okay, continue with the momentum. Go back and listen to the very last episode that I recorded for 2022 to get a summary of how do we go about doing all that. So this episode, I want to talk about the reality. And the reality is to attain what you have set out to attain, it takes a village. It takes a village to help you attain what you want to attain. It takes a village, regardless whether it's a personal goal or a business goal. There's no discrimination here. What do I mean that it takes a village? Basically, it's not just you. <laughs> yes, you are the main character. You are the main storyteller in writing out this beautiful story of you attaining your goal. But there needs to be other components, right? You are going to be the lead force. But getting help, getting the village, getting help, getting resources to help you to attain the goal is what is going to give you the oomph, the boost to keep going when the rubber meets the road. You know, I used to be an independent independent thinker. 
right? Thinking that it's so much easier if I were to do it myself. It's so much easier if I'm in control. You know, I do everything myself. If I to if I have to depend on someone, if I have to enlist help, that's a variable. Okay, the variable is they could say no to me, or the variable is whatever help they give to me end up me having to do more because they didn't do it the way I want them to do it. Correct? How many of you can relate to that? I know some of you are nodding your head when I'm saying this. Some of you are like, yep, you are absolutely right. I can't depend on anyone. There's no one I can depend on. And I don't want to depend on anyone. It's all me, 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 and only me because I can only trust me and count on myself and not anybody else. Well, I used to think that way too, you know? And then I realized that there's only this much I can do by myself. There's only this much. And there's only this much I can learn by myself. And even though I'm smart, so many of you probably will agree with me on that, even though I'm super smart, right? And very diligent, very committed, there's only this much in my tank, okay? Because we all have our own limits, right? I'm not talking about limiting belief. I'm talking about physical limits, emotional limits, mental limits. Otherwise, we will, we will burn out and then we lose our momentum and we never ever want to get up again. In order for us to have stamina, in order for us to gain momentum, continue with the momentum, right? We need to learn that one person doing it, one person doing it is good. Many people helping you to push you to move forward is best, okay? What do I mean by that, right? What do I mean about having, you know, building something or gaining success or attaining your goals require a village? Ask for help. That's what I meant. Ask for help, okay? Depend other people. Depend on other people for help. Now, I'm not going to say that just ask for help from anyone or depend on anyone for help. You have to be very careful about how you're asking and you have to be very careful about what you're asking. And number one thing that stops people from asking is they believe that they can do it themselves or they don't believe anyone can help them. These two things. They believe that they can do it themselves or they don't believe that anyone can help them. So the first point, they believe that they can do, do it themselves. Great. The belief is there that you can do it yourself. Point number two, they don't believe that anyone can help them. Hmm, could 50% of you probably believe in that and 50% of you probably believe that, yeah, I know somebody can help me, but I don't want to ask for help. So now I want you to start thinking the thought process. Why don't you want to ask for help? Why don't you want to ask for help? It all boils down to because you don't want to owe someone something. Because it's so much easier if I do it myself than to ask for help. Because it's a process. It's a challenge to ask somebody for help. Okay? Because they're already dealing with so much. I don't want to burden them. Right? So you become like the martyr. Right? You, you want to do everything yourself because you don't want to burden someone. This is your goal. It's not their goal. Right? This is their goal. It's not their goal. Why would they want to help you? You'll be surprised if you open your mouth. People are willing to help. You know why? Because it has shown that when we help someone, we feel good about ourselves. When we help somebody, we learn something. Okay? This is why peer learning is so good. This is the reason why 
I'm shaking up our mentorship program to incorporate a lot more of peer learning. Not just me talking, talking, talking all the time. Because I talk, you listen, you probably don't retain 30% of what I taught you. But if you are the one contributing to the conversation and you are the one helping another peer to, to think differently, share your thoughts, you will learn better. This because it's repetition. You're saying it, you're hearing it, okay? Not just one time. You're actually listening to what you're saying. And eventually, over time, it creates an impact, okay? It creates an impression. That's why they say that sometimes you, you need to hear the same thing for 17 times to actually register. That's why, you know, and you've got to hear it from different people, okay? That's why don't think that you will do good just by yourself. Yes, you are super efficient, highly intelligent human beings. I'm sure you do. But know that it's so much easier when you ask for help. And how do you go about asking for help? You or asking for help is not asking for help only. There are many ways to ask for help. And this is one thing that people don't pay too much attention to is when they think about asking for help, they think about telling, asking someone to help them to do something, okay? But there's another way of asking for help, which is to say no. I'm going to repeat. There is another way to ask for help apart from asking someone to help you to do something. Another way to ask for help is to say no, okay? What do I mean by that? That means if somebody asked you to do something, they're asking for help. Okay, they ask you to do something and that something is going to eat up your time. It's going to eat up your energy. That means if you give them your time and energy, it's going to take away what that time and energy is used for doing your own things. That's going to help you get to where you want to be. So you have to evaluate. When someone asks you for help, do you have to do it? Can somebody else do it? Right? So, can somebody else do it or does it have to be done? Or does it have to be, you know, done now? These are the things you have to think. Setting boundaries. When somebody asks you for help, you don't, you know, if saying no is difficult for you, then you have to ask this question. Can I do it later? Can somebody else help you? Or does this need to be done now? Or does it really need to be done? It's a way of saying no. There are different ways to say no instead of outrightly say no, I can't help you because that requires a lot for many people because a lot of us are people pleasers to begin with. We don't like confrontation. So in order to ask for help, okay, you've got to exercise this. And one way to help yourself is to learn how to say no in all different ways. Either outright, no, I can do it. Or say no to things, say no. It's not just to a person but say no to a toxic environment. Say no to negative thoughts. Saying no to, uh, to, when I say environment, it could be what you're hearing and what you're seeing and the people you hang out with, okay? So saying no to negative thoughts will be the first step. Saying no to things that does not make you feel good, okay? Saying no to people who doesn't serve you. Saying no to things that is not going to help you at this moment to get you to where you want to be. 
And there are different ways to say no. Like I say, do you have to do it? Do I have to do it? Can somebody else do it? Does it have to be done? Or can, does it have to be done now? So when you're asking for help, it's not just asking someone, can you help me with this? It's telling someone that you have boundaries. Okay, you have set up boundaries. So don't, you are already letting them know you have these boundaries. So they won't even come to you for help. They will ask themselves, can I, they, you are teaching them. You're teaching them to ask themselves, do I really need her help? Do I really need her help now? Or does this thing need to be done by, by now? Can that wait? So you're training your immediate environment. You're training your immediate environment on thinking when to ask for help and who to ask for help. And do they really need the help? Okay? When to ask for help, who to ask for help, and do they really need the help? So once you have trained, once you have trained these people, okay? Once you have trained these people, then <clears throat> the possibility of you having to say no gets smaller, okay? And then it becomes a practice. You start evaluating, do I have to do this? Do I, do, I, do I have to do this thing? Is it only me who can do this thing or does this thing really need to be done? Now, so when you're building your village, okay? to help you, when you're building your village to help you, they all have to go through the same, same thought process, okay? Same, go through the same thought process and then that will eliminate us asking each other for help. And that, what does that mean? That means it frees up time for everybody. When you freeze up time for everybody, remember in the last episode, I said there's two things that's going to sabotage you. Number one is the belief and number two is time. Once it frees up time for everybody, now everybody has more time to go do what they need to do. That also means that you will be asking for help less. And when you actually do ask for help, they know that you need help. So you're training your village, okay? You're training your immediate environment that when you ask for help, it's for real. And so they will help you. So you start building your, your village. You start building your support system. This is how you train your support system. It's interesting when I was thinking of recording this episode, I wasn't thinking about teaching it this way, but this is how my brain works. You know, if it, if it's, if it seems feasible and doable, why not, right? Why not teach it in this episode? So, so you start training, you start training your immediate environment how to ask for help, when to ask for help, and is it necessary to really ask for help? And then that frees up everybody's time. So when you're building your village, your resources, your help, okay, you're prepping them already. And you also want to be able to share, okay? Share with, share with them your vision, your goal, okay? They may not be on board. They may not be on board because your immediate environment may not understand why you want to have a successful six-figure event planning business. They may not. The surface goal, they may not understand. But if you explain to them when you attain the goal, what it means, how is it going to benefit you and benefit them indirectly, they may support your goal. One example, to your husband and your children or your partner, okay? 
someone in your immediate environment that requires of your, a lot of your time. I say that to Mia all the time. Okay, I say, Mama, Mama is building this multi-million business. Why? Why is Mama working so hard to build this multi-million business? Okay, why am I working so hard? She, for her, she, she may not understand unless I explain to her. Why do I want, for her, she, it doesn't make any sense. For her, for to my husband, right? Why is it important for me to have a multi-million business? Why can't I just be content with a five-figure business? I explain because when I get to this place, right? When I get to this place, this is how I feel. And when I feel this way, this is how I will show up as a wife and as a mom. And when we make this amount of money, this is what we can do as a family. This is what I can provide for the family. And it brings a peace of mind. And it gives us the flexibility and the freedom to do whatever we want. So Mia, straightforward. Mama make, works so hard so that she can make the money, so she can buy me things, whatever I, whatever I want. Mama doesn't have to say no to me. Mama can only, will only say no to me a few times of, to my husband. When my wife gets to that point, she feels confident. She feels like she is, she feels worthy. Okay. That's where she gets part of her self-worth. Her self-esteem goes up. She's confident. She feels sexy. Hmm? When I feel sexy, what happens in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then the money, what can we do with the money? We have financial freedom. We don't have to worry about college funds for Mia. We don't worry about paying the bills. So, in general, we bring peace, joy, happiness through me building the business. So we are not only going to talk about the end goal, but we have to explain more. What does the end goal bring us? How is that going to impact us as a family, as a unit? So in order to get a buy-in from your village, okay, your village needs to know what is the end goal? How is it going to benefit me? I know it sounds selfish. Why can't they just support you because they love you, right? Well, you know what? Love only goes this much, okay? We got to const constantly replenish that love and let them understand that this love can is going to be easily built, continue to replenish, to grow if we do all these things together because it strengthens our tie. It also sets boundaries. Right, what I can do and what I can, what I need you need your help with. So we function as a family, not as a silo. So same thing for business, right? I can do everything myself, but is that the most effective way to do everything myself? No, not at all. Right? Not at all. So I am going to it, I'm going to uh look for help, right? If I can, if I can find help then I'm going to have to ask myself, is that the best I can do? Is that the best I can do? Is there any other ways I can do to make this happen? So, so but first, what is the immediate solution that I can, that I can take on? What can I do? If I, if, if, can, I, can I delegate this to other people? Can my village help me? Can my support system help me? Can my team help me so that I can use my time and energy on something else that is going to create more momentum, that is going to bring more success to the company. And then my team is going to benefit because I give up bonus and incentive. So I have to explain to them, right? What is the end goal here? Why am I doing all these changes? No, because nobody likes changes, right? 
So I have to explain all that. So you got to explain your angle to your village. You could explain your angle to your immediate circle of people that you're going to ask for help. But you got to go back to base and ask yourself this belief. I can do everything myself. I don't need anyone. It's difficult to ask for help from someone. It's so much easier to depend on myself than to depend on others. You have to check in with those beliefs because those are not 100% true. It's only true when you don't do a good job in explaining your end goal and explaining what it needs to be done and how their help is going to help you get to the end goal and also knowing who to, who to ask the help for. So don't waste your energy on someone who is who doesn't understand or support you. Okay? All right? So that's the conclusion for today's episode, which is it takes a village to, to um, attain your goals. And also one way to ask for help is to learn how to say no. It's not just asking for help, but to learn how to say no and setting boundaries. Okay? Quick reminder, we have our very first Passion to Profit workshop. In this case, it will be a boot camp because it's a three-day boot camp starting from January 10 to January 12, where we will be covering how to start and launch your event planning business. Of course, we'll be talking about legalities, contract terms, what you need to feel legit. We'll be talking about marketing strategies, how to attract your ideal clients. And we'll be talking about pricing, right? Always how to reach your income goal. So if you have attended previous workshop before, I would say that to always to come and attend again because you probably will be hearing the same information in a different way, okay? And every single workshop, I present it in a slightly different way. And maybe last time, you, it's a blur for you. This time, you can really absorb the content. So if you want to sign up, make sure that you know how to get hold of me on the show notes are all the different ways to get hold of me, my social media. And just send me just send me a message and email. Let me know you want to sign up. And we will register you for the bootcamp, January 10 to 12, 8 p.m. Eastern time zone. It's one hour to uh, probably one hour uh, of teaching, uh, 45 minutes of teaching. And then um, we give some time, 15 minutes for Q&A. So live coaching as well. Sometimes we go up to 90 minutes because there's so many of you and have so many questions. And I try my best to answer all these questions. It's very interactive, very fun. And every single person who have come to my workshop and my bootcamp always walk away with a plan, okay? This will be our very first workshop for the year and you want to start the year strong, come sign up for this bootcamp and uh, reach out to me and let me know you want to register. Once again, don't forget to subscribe, rate us, review us so you can help my podcast to become the top, one of the top podcasts for entrepreneurship and in the events field. I so appreciate you for giving me your time and I will speak again with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.